Thank you for joining us and welcome. I uh, appreciate you spending the time with us. Uh, Lou is with us. I don't know if his mic is muted or not. Nope, my mic's open. Great, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a little quieter around here. So that, That's good. Yep. So um, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, which was 122, I believe. That's right. Today, we're going to be talking about 123. If you haven't listened to episode 122, you may want to consider listening to that before you listen to this. However, if you are already in the car and driving and you've got your podcast <laughs> on, go ahead and listen, because what we're going to be talking about today is two out of 20 qualities that each one of us has within ourselves that we need to bring out. I will give you, over the course of the next few episodes, 20 qualities that Krishna tells us in the Gita in chapter 13, those 20 qualities are already within you. They're already there. You just need to be aware that they are there. You can bring it out. You can polish it and bring it out. And I can promise you, once you start with one quality, whichever one you think you can accomplish, the others will sort of fall into place. And then you become very godly. You develop the wisdom that enables you to get to become a self-realized person. And, and this is, I will also try and give you the ways in which you can get there, how to get there. So the, is, this, it, is it fair to say these qualities become more evident once you detach from worldly things and desires, then these qualities start to come out in you? Yes, it is fair to say that. It is fair to also say that they're already there. They're like dormant. You know, mm -hmm. right now if you look outside me, it's winter, and if you touch the ground, there's seeds in there. There's tulips, there's you know raspberries, all of this from previous years. They're perennial. When the ground is right, then they show up. Now, these qualities, similarly, are dormant within you. You have these qualities. Even the worst villain has <laughs> some kindness inside of him, right? He looks at his own loved ones, his child, his mother, whatever, and he is a different person. He has the qualities of kindness within him. Outside, he may be a terrorist. But at certain points, because he has those qualities inside him. So these qualities are there within us. And as you start to develop them, you become more. It's a cycle, just like Lou was saying. As you start to develop them, as you become more godly, these qualities occur more. But in order to get to that level of spirituality, these qualities also need to be developed. Does that answer your question, Lou? Yes. Okay. So the first quality that Krishna talks about in verse 8, and he talks about quite a few of them. There's nine qualities that he talks about in 8. We won't go through all nine in this session because it'll take us too long. <laughs> we're going to do one quality or two qualities per episode here. Today we're going to be talking about two. One is humility. The other is unpretentiousness. Very, very uh, to me, unpretentiousness is quality that I think I can aspire to. So humility comes from the Sanskrit word amanitvam. A, a, whenever there's an A in Sanskrit ahead of the word, it means absence of. Man means honor, pride. So amanitvam means without pride, without honor. That doesn't mean that you don't hold your head up and you're not an honorable person. It means that you don't walk around with pride. You walk around with humility. Now, when I say that, I, you should be careful 
not to assume humility. It has to really come from within you. A lot of people are arrogant within themselves, but on the surface, they put their shoulders down, they might put their head down. So I'm just a very humble person. Yeah. Pretending to be humble is not something to practice. This is not something that just show and you say, I'm very humble, while internally you're feeling arrogant or superior to the other person. No. It also doesn't mean that you have to appear servile, to appear like a servant. Don't be proud of your so-called humility because then you say, I'm humble. See how humble I am? <laughs> it, it's not, that's not, that's just a pretense. And don't be proud of your renunciation. I gave up my pride. Therefore, I'm very proud of my renunciation. Yeah. That also doesn't work. Some people appear humble on the outside, but are very proud and arrogant on the inside. A large part of this is knowledge. Knowledge as you're getting now. Some of these things you might not have known before. You should think to yourself and cultivate this to say, Einstein was asked once, you know, when he got a Nobel Prize, he was asked, I heard this from Gautam Jain, by the way. Einstein was asked, wow, how much do you know? Or some words to that effect. And he says, what is my knowledge compared to the limit of my ignorance? Yeah. That is humility. Knowledge is not how much you know, but how much you do not know. That produces humility. Once you're humble, and this is the key, once you're humble, you're fit to recognize yourself, your inner, with a capital S, your inner self, your Atman. Why? Because the mind, the intellect, and your ahankar, your ego, I am great, I am great, it starts to settle down because you're humble. And you can shift your attention to the Atman, to the self. So this absence of pride, Amanitvam, we tend to compare our own achievements, what we've accomplished, what we've achieved, we compare them to others. I am great. And you, see, not just I am great, but I am great and you are less than me. Yeah. That's the part. That's the part that you say, you know, how can you be humble when you think like that? Um, not only I am great and you are less than me, but I need other people to tell me how great I am. I need you to tell me, to give me feedback about how you appreciate me and say good things to me, right? When that happens, you need constant refueling from the outside, from the world yeah. to say you're a good person, you're a rich person, how rich you are, how fancy you are. So that leads us to the next quality of unpretentiousness and we'll get to that. Then as you're proud of who you are, how much money you have, how beautiful you are, how popular you are, how famous a film star you are, you then are faced with somebody else who is also a film star, also wealthy, also beautiful, also famous. And you say, well, am I not more famous than more beautiful than her? And that when two proud people come across each other, they each one wants to make herself or himself higher or greater. Right. And that's what happens with you, too. You, too tend to have these competitions with other people for all the wrong reasons. And here is the key. Mark this. In order for you to maintain that pride that you have, you have to sustain whatever it is that you think is making you get to be proud. So beauty, for instance, for we mentioned film stars. 
famous, beautiful. Recognize that time keeps marching on for these famous film stars. Their beauty is no long, not always the same. As they get older, their beauty gets less. And new film stars come about who are more popular and their fame goes down. So maintaining that pride becomes very difficult. The scriptures say, don't hold on to youth or wealth or beauty or fame or power. It will all slip away from you gradually, but at some time it will slip away. So if you want to maintain that pride, it's impossible because these are like sand going through your hand as you're holding it uh, in the water of the ocean. This sounds like the familiar refrain of desire that we talked about. Desire is insatiable. You want more. You become less satisfied with what you get, and you're afraid of losing it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, correct. So you're afraid of losing it. You're afraid of losing all of these. This is exactly correct. You're afraid of losing it. You want to. You strive harder and harder. And the harder you try to continue to maintain the beauty and the fame and the pride. You see some of these actors, I feel sorry for them. They go through plastic surgeons and they get plastic surgery to get their skin lifted or face lifted or whatever. And I feel bad that they can't just accept whatever has happened to them. We all get older. We're not right. going to look the same as we looked when we were 20 years old. So pride makes it hard to realize the self. Age and time makes it hard to maintain what it is that you're proud of. But you can get past pride. If you mark my words, how? By understanding how small a role, whatever your accomplishments are that you are so proud of, is really playing in this whole scheme of this whole world. How small it is. The I, I know people who are extremely wealthy, but if you compare them to a richest man in the world, and I don't know who that is today. Is it Jeff Bezos? Or yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe, you yeah. know, whoever it is that is the, no, no, I suppose it's uh, the guy who invented uh, Tesla. Um, huh. Elon Musk, maybe, Elon. yep. So, I mean, listen, you could be worth $10 million, $20 million, but when you compare yourself to the richest person in the world, well, you're nothing. So the pride, recognize that you as a beautiful film star may be nothing compared to the next beautiful film star. So all of you, if we can recognize by understanding that nothing is going to stay with you, that's the key. Nothing is going to stay with you and it doesn't matter. When we die, we die empty-handed. We can't take anything with us. We can't, Alexander the Great, supposed great, die <laughs> with nothing. He couldn't take his wealth, his power, his fame, his mm, uh, countries that he conquered. He couldn't take them with him. So these... Is it also useful to recognize that whatever you're prideful of is kind of a gift to you? You were either taught how to do it or you were born with beauty or it was a gift that was given to you in some way. It's not necessarily from you. It's it's You're blessed with it. Yes. So, yes, you can... The, the things that you accomplish like Elon Musk created an empire because of his genius with these things. It's not just the Tesla, but it's also the space, this thing. Yes, he accomplished that, but that he can be proud of, but he has to recognize that whatever he did, as Lou, you say correctly, he wouldn't have had it. He wasn't born with this knowledge. He learned somewhere in his high school, in his college, 
things that he used to get there. And other people that don't accomplish this, they just become famous because they're good looking um, or they're born into wealth and you know they, they, their father left them money, mother left them money, then that doesn't count. So it's futile. So understand that there's two values to life. There's higher values of life, which is a person who is self-realized is the highest he says, I'm happier than anybody who is the richest man in the world, most beautiful person. He has the higher values in life. The lower values of life, money, name, fame, power, status, beauty, you get these, you develop arrogance. You develop pride. You develop a feeling of superiority. That's not really anything that's to be proud of. True knowledge teaches you that you are, have a small part to play in this whole way, scheme of this world, a very small role. Therefore, you become humble. In the Gita, Krishna says again and again, this has been told to us by the wise men. He, even though he's a self-realized soul, even though he knows so much, he doesn't take credit for this, as do none of the people who talk about this Gita and the Upanishads. Nobody says, I wrote it, I mm -hmm. did. If you notice, everybody who does this is essentially anonymous. They don't put their name anywhere. Um, they just say, I learned it from my swamis. I learned it from my teachers. They learned it from their teachers. And, and even the Upanishads, which are thousands and thousands of years ago, say that the wise people who told us this told us that. And they go on that way. So they don't nobody. We don't know who wrote any of this. So that's humility. The second quality that Krishna talks about is unpretentiousness. And that dhamba, dham, adham, adhambitva, adhambitva means unpretentiousness. Dhamba means showing something which is not there. Pride, showing, pride means, if we just discussed it, pride means showing off what you have. I have mm -hmm. a beautiful 200 foot yacht. I don't know if they make 200-foot yachts. <laughs> yes, they do. Okay. 200-foot <laughs> yacht. I have a beautiful 200-foot. That, I'm showing it off. That's pride. And dhamma means to say that's my yacht, my 200-foot yacht, when you don't really own it. Standing right. to it, taking a photograph and saying, sending it to your friends and saying, look at me, I stepped on this yacht. Pretending that you have something that you don't really have. Well, possession, beauty, etc. Making others, trying to impress others with what you want them to believe you have. The urge to impress others is at the root of this dhamma. What is that urge to impress others? Why? Because you rely on others' opinions for you to feel good about yourself. Isn't that such a sorry state? Yeah. That you rely on others' opinions of yourself for you to feel good about yourself. So once you come to this realization, you say, you know what? This doesn't make any sense. I, I want to get rid of this quality within myself. I don't want this quality that I want others to say good things about me so that I can feel good about myself. Nobody knows you as well as you know yourself. Nobody. Not your loved ones, not your spouse, not your parents, not your anybody, not your neighbors. You know yourself better. 
So why rely on somebody else to tell you you're a good person or a bad person? And then what happens? Somebody says bad things about you. You could be listening to any amount of scriptures, whatever. The person's insult keep going. He says, you're crazy, man. And that time, yeah, he called me crazy. How dare he mm. call me crazy? Goes on and on in your mind. But you know you're not crazy. So why should his comment to you saying you're crazy affect you? Don't let it. You're more concerned what society thinks of you or others, your neighbors, your friends, than what you think of yourself. If you think of yourself as whatever, pure, clean, good, good person, then stick to that. Don't worry about what, and I can tell you stories there. Sure. Good. <laughs> what? Yeah, sure. That's the only way this really means anything when it comes from yourself. And when you're pretentious and you're lying about what you have for that opinion, that opinion's always undermined in your mind because you know you're a liar, right? You, your self-image cuts into the, even what they say to you, say about you that's good, that makes you feel better. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, a lot of people, as they start pretending that, start to believe that themselves. So yeah. they actually start to live a life that they're not. And that puts them in bigger trouble. You, you and I both know lots of people who don't have that kind of wealth, but pretend they have the wealth. And they start spending like that just to show others that yeah. they have a fancy car, fancy house, etc. And then they fall flat on their face, bankruptcy, etc. Right. So recognize that. Now, ahankar means the ego, arrogance, wanting to feel special, to be recognized, to be well-known. A lot of that comes from the intellect. Each one has its own little qualities of uh, dhamba. The body says, look at me, I'm a great body. Look at my appearance, look at my physique, look at my, I'm a bodybuilder. That's from the body. The mind says, look how, you know, I want you to love me, I look, care, all the emotions. And the intellect is all about the uh, knowledge and power and fame, wanting to feel special, to be recognized, to be well-known. So accept what you don't have. That's one technique. Accept what you don't have. Accept what you have and say, I don't want to show this off. Whatever you have, whatever little you have or don't have, you don't want to show it off. Just keep it to yourself. Don't pretend you have it. Don't show it off. You are dependent on others' opinions, as we said, rather than what you are. So the first thing to do is to know what you are and then accept that. You are interested more in praise than just doing what you ought to do. You should truly deserve that praise only then. And then mm -hmm. if you get that praise, try and not revel in it. Try and not allow it to make you feel good. Just let it go in one ear, out the other. Like we've said before, when you eat a good meal, it's delicious. Don't keep repeating that. So, oh my God, that was so good. That was so good. That was so good. Because then you want to feel like eating it again. Eat yeah. it and just let it go off to a higher power and say, yes, it's gone. I don't want to keep thinking about it. So similarly, somebody praises you, let it go in one year, out the other. Don't think about it. Don't keep dwelling on it because then you'll want it more. Public praise makes you happy. Public criticism makes you sad, right? Therefore, you should not rely on either. Don't let it make you happy. Don't make you. Why? Because you keep pretending when somebody praises you publicly that you are that. And in order to get that praise, you assume that role that got you the praise, praise in the first place, and you act. That causes you mental agitation. Here's the crux. When you have that mental agitation, you can't think clearly. And you, it 
you, you're further away from Atman. So what are the techniques for getting rid of both humility, uh, this um, lack of humility, pride, and, and uh, the unpretentiousness? Number one, evaluate yourself. That's the first. Observe yourself carefully. Don't just do it in your mind. Actually take a piece of paper and pencil, pen, write it down. Observe and write down. What am I? Qualities that make you feel proud, arrogant, properties about yourself that make you pretend that you're not. Write these things down. Keep them in a secret place if you don't want others to look at them and review them periodically. Write down your findings, Your what is it called, SWOT, SWOT, right? Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities. So strengths and weaknesses. Focus on your strengths and say, these are my strengths, but I'm not going to boast about them. Right. These are my weaknesses. I'm not going to pretend that I don't have these weaknesses. Nobody knows you as well as you do. So you should not believe that somebody else's opinion of yourself is true. So keep that in mind, that somebody else's opinion is not as good as your own opinion. Don't rely. That's the second one. Don't rely or look forward to somebody else's opinion. Third, free yourself. Think of yourself as breaking out of jail, out of this jail that you've put yourself in, where you have to pretend, where you have to pretend to be wealthier than you really are, more powerful than you really are. Whatever it is that you're pretending, free yourself from that. Liberate yourself. Learn to be just what you are. No more and also no less. Don't put yourself down. Right. You are what you are. What does our uh, new president Biden say? Says that his mother told him, you are no less than nobody. You're no greater than anybody else, but also you're no less than anybody else. So keep that in mind. You're no less. Don't. I'm not saying to you, don't pretend you're somebody great, but also put yourself down. No. What you are, be be. Be confident in your abilities and your, but don't show them off and don't be pretentious. And if you keep following this, you will start to see humility and you will start to get rid of that uh, pretentiousness within yourself. So those are two qualities. How long did we do, Lou? 22 minutes. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Good we quick drive to work. <laughs> yeah. So these are the two of 20 qualities. We've got 18 more. As I said before, friends, please listen to the 20 and then circle those, of course, make notes, circle those that you think you can work on the best, which you think you have a good shot of cracking. Once you circle those and you work on them, then others will follow suit. I promise you this. So thank you for listening and we will see you next time.